Well, well, well. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Bollocks. Can't believe I've said that. I started off this podcast already by quoting another podcast. Um, you Talking You Too To Me is a very popular podcast that my good friend Laura really enjoys. And anytime, anytime I come close to saying it's been a while, she, she does that quote from You Talking You Too To Me, which is their joke of quoting a song by Stained. It's been a while since I... Anyway. Um, if you don't understand that reference, then this is going way over your head, but it's it's quite hilarious. And annoying. I am currently in my room. It is... What is it? What date is it? Let me check. It is the 20th of March, 2020. 2020, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. The year of uh, 2020 vision. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see when this whole thing is over. Um, coronavirus has hit Ireland, where I live, and very strange. It's been a week now, and it's been a week of, like, total lockdown, let's say, of, of things. I mean, the airport still seems to be open on some level, <clears throat> but not hardly anyone's on the streets, work a lot of jobs are closed most things are closed all over the streets and and places and um yeah at this current time it's china the worst well china's actually stopped you know this this whole thing started in china and it has stopped in china now and italy seems to be second place as the worst Currently, loads of deaths happening there, um, and the second worst on the whole scale, and then Iran's terrible. Ireland seems to be alright, but also, they believe Ireland is just starting at the wave, so we'll see We'll see how this whole thing plays out in two weeks. Seems like our government thinks this is going to go on until summer. So this could be our new life for a while, um, this social distancing. I'm going to go through a few things on this episode, um, on this conversation, this jam. Um, first of all, I'd like to welcome you to Season 2, or Chapter 2. I, I still really am not completely sure what my aim or intention is with this podcast, hence the name Jamming with Jamie. When you jam in a musical session, you're just figuring out as you go along. Um, hopefully you get something out of this. If you do, reach out to me. You can find me on all social media at Jamie Sejan, J-A-Y-M-E-S-E-J-E-A-N. I'm on the Instagram, the YouTube, the Twitter, the Facebook, the TikTok, the... All that shit. <clears throat> I'm also a real person. So if you live in Ireland, let's hang out sometime when this whole thing blows over. How about that? Um, yeah, let's see. What's, what's a few? There's a few things. I'm going to outline a few things that I'd like to accomplish in the next, whatever, 15 to 20 minutes. I won't keep this too long. Um, I'd like to talk about what the coronavirus seems to be. Okay? Um, I'd like to talk about some of the facts and, and, and be quite practical at first. Then I'm going to tell you how it's affected Ireland and how it seems to affect the world and some of my fears for how it could affect everything and then maybe some conspiracy theories there in the middle. And then I'd like to uh, hopefully close with explaining to you my personal experience the last few days of, of me needing to be quarantined because of my symptoms and uh, my on and off health throughout this situation and my my positivity my 
yeah, my positivity throughout this whole thing, which is, you know, still a horror, like, it's a horror, it's a, it's a terror, it's a bad time in human history, and this is always going to be something we look back in the history books in 10, 20 years and go, whoa, <laughs> Uh, haven't had a plague in a while and we were alive for it and what the fuck um yeah it's a crazy time um so yeah let's start off so the coronavirus seems to it's it's covid19 which i don't know if that means there's been 19 variants of it and 19 adaptions but there's obviously been coronaviruses before um I could be wrong in saying this, but I think even Ebola was a type of coronavirus. But it's, uh, but even if that isn't true, there's definitely been plenty of coronaviruses before that keep mutating. Um, they've never got this bad, obviously. Um, yeah, the thing with the coronavirus is, it seems to have mutated a type of. It's a type of germ that has mutated from bats and crossed over to. It tried crossing over from a few different animals, the last few coronaviruses, and it didn't make its way to human. But this time it did by, by mutating the right amount, and then from that to like an anteater or some type of animal. It, that looks like an anteater, I forget exactly. Those facts aren't necessarily important. What is important is it kept mutating, and eventually it figured out what animal it could kind of uh, become a parasite in long enough to mutate and and skip over into human. Um, okay, so that's 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 kind of how it started, and it, it was in China. The reason it spread so fast is because you don't always show the symptoms straight away. It could be a week, I think they say it could be between a week to four weeks um, of you harboring it and not showing any symptoms. Um, how you can get it is it, it travels through moisture. So thank God it isn't airborne. Um, it's not just floating particles in the air. Um the reason we've started to do social distancing is because when you talk, when you breathe, when you eat, little speckles of moisture come out of your mouth and attached to these speckles of moisture are the, the germ, the coronavirus. Um, now, you may talk and that lands on a surface and then someone touches that surface and then touches their face. When they touch their face, anywhere from their eyes, their nose, their mouth, that triangular... Um, sinus area is is where the germ can easily get into your system and then attacks your respiratory system your lungs at first um you may not know you have it and then it will show itself again i haven't i, I like there seems to be new information coming all the time but i'll just tell you what i know it seems to c come in the form of a common cold and then leave before it gets worse and then come back in the form of a fever and then leave before it gets worse and then out of nowhere hits you with pneumonia uh, and this pneumonia can be very serious and feels like you're trying to breathe through a straw and you may have extreme breathing difficulties um and that can be very critical and that that's now that's the worst case scenario that's that what i just gave you there is what happens to a, a, a very small percentage of the people but enough because if everyone's walking around not knowing they haven't they have it and they're 
having these particles of moisture constantly releasing from our mouth every time we talk and like right now i'm talking to my phone imagine the amount of spit that i can't even see that's falling on this phone and if i have it it's all over this phone and then i pick up the phone and put it in my pocket and then that means it's all over my hand and if i haven't washed my hand in a while then i'm, I'm walking around all over the house i'm touching things i'm getting in my car i'm touching my car i'm walking in i'm going to a shop i'm touching the door of the shop you know i'm touching my card i'm touching everything in that shop someone else goes in many other people go in they all have it and then they don't know they have it and they continue to just live their life as normal for a few weeks spreading it all over the place now we have easily hundreds of people infected just just by me not knowing so it can easily go from one to a hundred like that you know that's that's the main issue here um the main issue is that too many of us get it at once and then we clog up the hospital system which is exactly what's happening in certain countries um too many people that um that that are being attacked by it in in the more severe ways or that have underlying conditions or that are already sick without the coronavirus or that are um you know are old or have immune system issues and there's too many of this happening at once in the hospitals and so we don't have enough breeding uh, we don't have enough facilities to help people with their breathing difficulties and, and we don't have enough staff and so people are dying and so that's the main issue here um yeah that's that's the main issue here so that's why it's important to wash your hands and uh, that's why it's important that we all start uh, behaving as if we may have it even if we don't and and start behaving in a way of, of social distancing of washing our hands of thinking about what we're touching and uh and things of that nature it's just to be safe because you may have it and then you're giving it to every single person you come in contact with you know so we have to be smart in that sense um it's funny how so much the world was joking about this even when it seemed quite serious i mean i don't think it's one of those cases of like oh it's not affecting me so it's a joke but like it just didn't seem like such a pandemic a few weeks ago when we were laughing about this in Ireland. Like literally just two weeks ago, we were joking about this looking at Italy. Um, and that's not to be insensitive, but Italy hadn't got to the stage that's at now. Um, you know, and touch wood, Ireland doesn't get to the stage that Italy's at now in two weeks. Here's hoping. Um yeah it's a very very strange it's a very strange time it's kind of eerie being out and about you know i haven't been out too much but just before this whole thing hit ireland it, you could see everything shutting down and um yeah it's an interesting sensation give me a second i'm just gonna get my drink <clears throat> In case you can hear it in my voice, I'm a bit blocked up. I'm also a bit coffee. Um, I said that I've been quarantined in my room for a few days. So, about a week ago, when Ireland did start to get a bit more serious, and they were talking about needing to stop socialising and, and, and stay indoors, and things will need to change, 
I mean, people were kind of taking it seriously, but there was also still a bit of a buzz and like, it wasn't like I was out partying and socializing, but you know, I was still with my girlfriend and her friends and, you know, I, I went to, I went to a house and I, I met like, maybe it was four people, a group of people and, you know, had a few drinks and, you know, and you're in a taxi and you're, you're still doing things, you know, obviously I wasn't going to bars, I wasn't being mad social in the, in the way that uh, that some people still were, even up to a few days ago, I think. Probably even now, some people still aren't taking this seriously or don't care. Um, but I may have picked it up. That's the thing, I don't know. I don't know at one point I picked it up or who gave it to me, if I even have it. But I've shown most of the symptoms. Now you might think, Jamie, you sound fine right now. Um, and you'd be right. <laughs> I guess I'd had a runny nose, I'd had a cold, I had a sore throat, that kind of stuff was on and off for a good while. Then I had a little bit of pain in my chest, kind of like sore ribs and stuff like that, and aches and pains around my joints. But then it would kind of go and I'd feel better. Um, and then three nights ago, I had a fever. And that was a bad sign, obviously. Didn't feel too good about that. And I was staying at my girlfriend's place at that point and I had been there for a few days and had kind of started to buy food and we'd all started to get ready to survive there for a while if we all had to be quarantined for weeks and weeks on end. Uh, and I told my parents I wasn't going to come home because I was afraid that if I had it, I could somehow give it to them and then maybe they'd give it to my grandmother or, or, or even just, I didn't like the idea of even giving it to my parents at all. And my, my girlfriend and her friends are, are, are younger, obviously. Uh, they're even a few years younger than me, so I just thought they have a healthier immune system and all this. Um, it wasn't until I found out that one of them actually has an underlying heart condition and the other one um, has been susceptible to pneumonia before that I thought, actually, my parents have no underlying conditions, so I shouldn't be here in case I get it at all. Um, so I was I was picked up by my mother, and now she's a nurse, so she was smart about this. Might sound over the top to some people, but I think... Jesus, be precautious, like, why not? Why not look stupid? Why not be ridiculous at a time like this? As long as you're not, like, going crazy and being stressed and panicking, why not be overly precautious? I don't think that, that creates fear. I think that I think that creates uh, confidence. I think that's smart. Um, because she showed up uh, with, with basically a plastic bag all over her body and a mask and gloves, and she didn't turn around to me. And I had my mask on and she left gloves outside the car for me to put on and <clears throat> we just followed the rules really well. So, so yeah, I think that was smart. Um, yeah, and, and since then I've been quarantined. So basically my parents uh, have been leaving food outside my room and I've just been living in my room for the last three days now. Uh, literally just walking out of my room with a mask on because again particles if I cough, if I sneeze, if I talk um, and going straight into the bathroom to shower, brush my teeth, use the loo, whatever and then back in this room and I've been editing and working out and exercising and trying to stay healthy and stay positive been eating well and it's just a crazy, crazy thing um, obviously I had to ring my GP GP wasn't worried about me but said I had enough <clears throat> excuse me, I've been eating really well that's one thing that isn't worrying me my appetite is through the roof don't know why I'm not stress eating. I don't know why I'm so hungry all the time. I have a great appetite. I have the appetite of like a young fit lad. Maybe it's all this uh, visualizing I keep doing. Because <laughs> in one way, you know, you, you get stressed, you get worried about all this. And um, 
and and that's that's the biggest issue I think with this whole thing. Um, I I don't. Okay, conspiracy theory time. I don't think it's fake. <laughs> Just to make that clear, in case anyone does think it is. Um, no, I think this is a real thing. And I do think we have to take it seriously because it spread so quick. And like I told you, statistically, if everyone gets it and people are out and about and we're not following rules by like staying indoors and all, everyone's going to get it. Too many people at once. Too many people will die because they won't be seen in hospital. Um, that makes sense. Okay. But there is something about this whole thing that it's it's hard to shake. Something that does feel a bit like a conspiracy or like some type of global concept that they're not telling us about. Something bigger, you know. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe most humans today are so comfortable and so privileged and, and so kind of maybe bored by monotony, monotony, am I pronouncing that word right, the mundanity, mundane, you know, just the boredom of life, the cycle of, of having things so simple of, you know, going into a shop and being like, oh, well, I have, like, when I go into... There's so many cafes in Dublin now. Like, every day I can just be spoiled and go and have, like, oh, will I have a double cafe mocha loco or will I have a chocolate salsa? You know, I'm not trying to make fun of anyone, but, like, I'm just saying... I think... I think for all the complaining we do on Twitter and all that, I think we have it really, really good literally before this coronavirus hit if we just could take a second to realize how fucking grateful we should have been of how privileged most of the world really is you can talk about your sexism and your racism all you want uh, and your class differences uh go for it do it but i'm not gonna listen and well i probably will listen and if you make a good point I'll, you know I'll, I'll be like fair enough um I just, I just don't. I think statistically you're wrong though, because I, I, this has been the greatest time ever to be alive. Um, the the whole world's connected, and so we're all watching each other, and so we all have an opinion on each other. Like trends and and the youth are all growing in sync uh, as one globally. Um, we we don't stand for like human rights issues. We we like like. Rights for women, rights for for different religions, and not being racist and discriminative, and and you know I know there was um despicable uh, random acts of black shootings in America uh, by police a few years back, and that was a very strange period where that was constantly happening, um, terrifying for families, I'm sure, but. You go back 20, 30 years before that and, and you would have never heard of it making the news. It would have been covered up. Um, you wouldn't have had any rights as a black person. Um, no one would have really cared. And so I'm not saying things are good because it was worse. Actually, no, I am. <laughs> I kind of am, yeah. And I'm, but, but, No, but what I'm not saying is you're not allowed to complain. You're obviously allowed to complain, but don't. I hate when people say that the world's going into the garbage and all this. It's like, oh, there's there's a, there's a time to be pessimistic and it has its benefits. But if you're not being practical, if you're not actually looking at the statistics, if you're not really being sensible about what you're saying, then what you sound like to me is just someone that wants to complain. Um, like if you're making a good point, then then 
your voice is important and you need to say it out loud. But if you're just someone that kind of wants to give out and, and say things that aren't true, you're unfortunately removing merit from yourself and, and you don't deserve that. As, as, a, as a person who clearly has a good heart and has a lot of good intention, you shouldn't remove merit from yourself by, I'm getting a bit carried away with this. I suppose my point is, I just think for a long, long period, the earth was the healthiest, the safest, the most privileged, the most middle-classed, the most connected that we've ever been in one way. And we should have been more grateful. Um, and maybe we were a little bored. And maybe we actually did want something to complain about. Wanted like something terrifying to happen. We didn't have a massive catastrophe in a while. And maybe we wanted this. Um, so then the question is, am I getting into the law of attraction and into quantum physics? And do I believe we created this? It's a good question, Jamie. <laughs> like, the answer is I don't know. I don't know. And sure, even if the answer was I do know, that'd be fucking bollocks and you shouldn't believe me. Um, no one knows everything. No one knows really what's happening. But I can definitely theorize. And, and speaking of conspiracy theories, what is this? I don't know. Some people are saying, is this some kind of ploy for, what do they call it, uh, globalization? But I don't know why that would be a negative thing. There's a lot of conspiracy theorists that keep fearing that the world's going to go into some type of one currency or one global unity. And it's like, why would that be bad? I mean, unless there was like one ruler that decided to own the globe, obviously that would be bad. Because then, does that mean there's one law? There's one way of living? Is it China where you have to pick one haircut out of three haircuts and you're not allowed to have anything else? I mean, fuck that. I hated wearing a uniform to school. Imagine if you told me what kind of hair I had to have. As a man with uh, naturally curly, auburn hair to tell me that I had to have like straight black hair or something. I don't know. It's uh, odd, 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 odd. Um, what? But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I'm a bit stunted. It's It's... It's hard to think about all this. I mean, look. It seems like it's our generation's plague, you know, this type of extreme flu that's extremely contagious that seems to be wiping out humans. Uh, and, and the odd thing is, is that the earth is, is healing. They said China's... Uh, carbon emissions have dropped down four times and that the, the ozone layer has healed. Uh, seals have gone back to the Antarctica for the first time in ages. All the canals in Italy have, have got, you know, that are famous for being gross and shit have become crystal blue. It's like the earth's healing itself from what, like a few weeks, two months, whatever, of us just not being dirtbags. Like, it's crazy. You know, you fear these like this parasitical disease that can come from a that came from China and yet it's like wait we're parasites you know in a sense not all of us I don't think I don't I don't like actually when humans are called parasites because I don't think we just take and I don't think we should all be blamed for the worst or, or we shouldn't be all represented by the worst of us um 
but the worst of us are causing so much damage to this earth that like it has to rebel it has to fight back the earth is a living organism and it has its ways of fighting back i'm sure with floods earthquakes you know maybe these are just shifts in its movements but but, but also maybe these are are patterns of it of it trying to reboot So, so maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's trying to heal itself. We just need to get out of its way. Because, like, healing does happen, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, when people talk about the earth being fucked, I mean, I know I'm not a scientist, but I, I don't know if I believe that. I feel like, I don't know if the earth would just crumble. I, I don't think we could kill it. I think humans have this ego, but like, I don't, even with our intelligence and, and our, our corruption, I don't think we're capable of destroying Earth. I think we'll get to a stage where it gets too far, Earth will rebel and just wipe us out and then start again with like an ice age. And then, you know, the Earth will get so hot that maybe it just like, ding, reverses, you know, boom. Um, everything goes into black and then the coldest winter for thousands of years and then dinosaurs and then humans again you know like 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 if we look at how how we even got here as humans according to science it just seems like nature keeps just experimenting and just keep bouncing from one area to another and then adapts and like oh, okay this thing eventually gets eyes or it gets wings or oh yeah the turtle has a shell to protect itself from predators and it's just like every everything has its like its weapons and its protections and its ways of surviving and it just seems like a big kind of orchestral dance just like a like a well a jam <laughs> a jam it's just figuring things out like you know your one way you could say is there a meaning to this is there a meaning at all i don't know maybe it's just play maybe it's just like when you're with you have lego as a kid or play-doh or you're drawing and you don't know what you're drawing it's just figuring things out it's just it's just creating and and maybe it will, you know, maybe we'll just do it again. In terms of healing for myself, what I've been doing is, um, ah, oh, fuck, I mean, for all the things I've been made fun of over the years, all my interests in biohacking and doing different experimentations on myself and uh, getting into different habits, it's like it finally feels time to like bring it all together. I feel like Batman and my utility belt, you know. I uh, I'm pulling out all the stops. So um, so I'm doing my fasting. So I'm doing uh, eight uh, eight hours of eating from like lunchtime. I break my fast and I'm eating until eight or ten o'clock, and then I'm fasting for about sixteen, fourteen, sixteen hours, uh, from night until morning. I'm drinking copious amounts of water, as water is the number one thing you fucking need as a human. You are water. It's the only thing you cannot survive without. Um, if you are someone who uh, is worried about your diet or worried that you may be sick with anything at the moment, forget even the coronavirus, just sick in general, um, your immune system cannot work to its full without water. Please stay hydrated. I am quite underweight at the moment for, for my, well, for myself, for how I usually like to be. I'd say I'm about, I could be 68 or 70 at the moment. It's looking at my arms and my ass. I've, I've lost a bit of weight recently um, from not going to the gym and 
maybe weeks ago from partying and uh, and and more recently just from um from doing kind of long fasts and stuff like that um yeah i'd say i'd say i sit somewhere between maybe the late 60s 70 kilo at that weight i should be drinking at least two liters of water a day so tell me no sugar no anything like that actually it's been proven that if you have cancer cells in your body so if you already have cancer and you introduce sugar the cancer spreads quicker so then if you also think of cancer cells as a mutated cell and then you think about the fact that you can switch on and off mutated cells all the time in your body based on your physiology and your psychology how well you're doing in your healthy mind and your healthy body um, then that means that sugar is something you want to eliminate from your diet uh, not completely. I've had a chocolate protein bar. I will have some Cocoa Pops later tonight. Um, but like cans of Coke, um, um, like orange juice, um, like too much fruit, you know? I mean, like if you want sugar, keep it to like good fruits and don't have too many of them because even fruits have a lot of sugar and too much of that really honestly isn't good for your body. Um, but if you're fasting as well, that does give your body a break from it. So that is good. So just fast fast for hours and drink loads of water would be my first rule and um, my second rule would be to meditate to try and keep your body and your brain calm through everything that's going on and try and find a center in yourself find uh, like your own truth your own peace within yourself no matter what's happening externally <coughs> people have different forms of meditation some people like to do guided some people like a voice some people like just music some people like no music some people like to do a body scan where they like really feel every part of their body that can be really good i tend to bounce between all of these as it's it's hard to kind of do the same one every day without getting bored um wim hof or vim hof the guy who created um that breath work who has broken a lot of guinness book world records who got the world into cold exposure who uh, believes that uh, having cold showers is it and cold baths uh, boost the immune system. I've been doing his breath work daily. Uh, it only takes about 15 minutes. Um, I've talked about it before. You take one big deep breath in into your stomach, like 100%, and then you release. But don't exhale, you just release. So let's say about 50-60%. And then in, 100%. And really like inflate your stomach, like really suck it in, and then just kind of a release, like a letting go instead of a push. You do that about 30 to 40 times, you should feel tingly, you should feel a bit lightheaded, you don't want to overdo it, and then you release all the air from your lungs and you hold it for as long as you can. You will find that you can last longer than normal, and then you take one big deep breath in and you hold that for as long as you can, although I think he usually just asks you to do that for 20 seconds, it's not as important. Uh, in this area, he believes that DMT is released into the system uh, by activating the pineal gland. Um by doing this yeah and then you repeat the whole set three times so yeah uh, usually i can last two and a half minutes to three minutes without a breath and in this time zone when i'm sitting there fasted nothing in my system doing the breath work and then uh, not a single bit of oxygen in my body i'm not worried about anything i feel very zen i feel very focused i can feel my body healing and my immune system spiking and what it's supposed to do is it activates the central nervous system and it fights plaque and acid from the body and carbon dioxide and gets more oxygen into your lungs so at a time like this when there's an actual lung debilitating disease sickness whatever you want to call it going around um look after your lungs make sure you're taking 
Big deep breaths throughout the day. Ammonia is good for your body, but it keeps your mind calmer. Um, and then if you can, do an actual 15-minute exercise to improve your lungs. And So that's another thing I've been doing. I've been, obviously, vitamin C is very good for you, and zinc. Make sure you're getting plenty of that at this time to boost your immune system. Uh, keep you strong, keep your testosterone up. And, yeah, I think that's it. Exercise, yoga. I mean, you know, if you have a fever, if you have a flu, it's hard to exercise, and you probably shouldn't because you don't want to get your body temperature up too much. So I've been kind of avoiding exercising um but i've been doing like yoga now i haven't had the flu i don't think i really had any symptoms of the flu yesterday um a little bit of body aching a little bit of dizziness <laughs> kind of hot and cold but 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 i don't i don't think my temperature was really up too high um, and then this morning definitely no signs or symptoms so i um i did a bit of a workout did a five minute kind of push up and squat kind of exercise um i want to feel strong i want i want to uh, create that image in my head and my body um, without pushing myself beyond my limits I do think I'm, I'm ready for it and capable so I did that this morning and I, I it was short so I'm probably going to do another one in maybe half an hour and then I'll have a shower I'll have a hot shower to wash my body because hot water is just good you cleanse your system and all that uh, you know opens everything up all the pores and then I'm going to have a nice cold shower at the end of it to get my immune system up, close all the pores, and that nice hot and cold, you know, contract and retract, and and, and gets everything, uh, gets anti, you know, it's anti-inflammatory for the system by the by a simple fact that you're you're opening, you're closing, you're opening, you're closing, you're getting blood pushing and pumping throughout the system, and should help me with this blocked nose, and should help overall with my system cleaning itself out. Now, in terms of diet, if you're looking for anything in particular that I'd recommend, um. Yeah, nuts, nuts, uh, walnuts, I believe, um, can be very good for your lungs. Broccoli is very good for your lungs. Um, at a time like this, you want a lot of seeds. They're packed with nutrients. Um, yeah, anything that's green, celery juice is just as you know. Just if you can, if you can juice celery, do it. Um, if you can eat it, even better. Beetroot pumps loads of oxygen into your blood. Let me see. What else am I taking? Looking around the room now. Ginger. Ginger is an anti-inflammatory. Uh, raw ginger, raw garlic. Get that good shit into you. If you, uh, if you cut open a raw clove of garlic and you have it with a spoon of natural honey, those two together are antibacterial and, and have super benefits for your immune system. So there's another tip for you that I, I, I'd recommend. Um, yeah, at the moment I'm trying to stay positive. I, I'm not totally sure what's the data on if you have it you become immune but i'm 30 years old and i would say i look and often feel and act like i'm younger um i think i, I have pretty good genetics and a very good immune system and when i want to i can follow good habits that quickly get my body into tip-top shape um most of what i've just listed <clears throat> so i'm feeling confident and positive about this whole thing um I'm not really in the age bracket where it should affect me anyway. So who knows? Maybe I just have a flu, which is like interesting timing. Um, but I'm waiting to be called back. It could be any time now in the next few days that I'm called to go to a center and have a swab test on my tongue. And then they'll let me know soon after that if I am positive or negative. Um, if I'm negative, then that means I could still catch it 
um but maybe i won't quarantine myself as much maybe I, I, i'll be able to go out more and i'll just take the precautions necessary um if i do have it and i'm just still feeling the way i'm feeling now well that's a good sign because that means my body was strong enough to fight it off um and and maybe that i'm partly now immune to it as my body would have adapted to having it um because that's what happens isn't it your body's quite strong you know sicknesses and diseases keep adapting and getting stronger because that's the whole point um with nature it, it adapts to get stronger so it can fight off its prey and then hopefully the prey gets stronger to withhold being attacked so it can you know everything's just trying to survive and so um hopefully i'm kind of hoping i have it and that i can fight it off so i can become somewhat immune and then actually go out there and try and help society uh, with gloves on with masks on see the thing with the whole mask situation is you can still get it if you if you're wearing a mask it doesn't actually protect you because your eyes are exposed um and if you're not being smart with your hygiene and how you you touch things then you're still handling things and then eventually you're going to touch your face you're going to touch something and then you're going to touch it again with your gloves off and then you know that's that's the whole fear but um but if you have it wearing a mask is is, is obviously very smart because you're stopping it spread when you're out and about and when you're talking to people <clears throat> so that's something we have to keep in mind as well more than anything at this time, I'm I'm trying to focus on on what I can do. I'm trying to do some work. I'm trying to exercise, trying to stay healthy. I'm trying to keep in touch with people. I'm trying to read up on things a bit more. And I'm trying to focus on who I want to be when this thing ends or who I want to be even in the next few days if I find out that I have it or I don't have it. Like, how, how do I want to react to this? Um, as a young person, as someone that probably will fight it off or that won't have any issues, I have a responsibility to society. A lot of young people that aren't showing any symptoms at the moment are still out partying and trying to have fun and acting like, yeah, school's off for the summer. It's like you're a weapon at the moment. And you might think that's cool until until you give it to a relative that's older than you that can't handle it or a relative that has an immune system issue or a friend of a friend whose family have have a, a young girl in their family who has like a, an issue, you know, like a, an illness. It's like, that's not that's not cool. That's not fun. You're going to grow up feeling guilty and, and maybe thinking you had something to do with it. And, and, and that family will have to try and figure out who, how they got it and who gave it to them. And, you know, we're not, I don't think society is going to come out with this pointing fingers. Um, I think a lot of people, I think there's going to be a lot of sympathy and a lot of remorse. But if you cannot be a dick, then as a young person, do, do your part. Don't be terrified. Uh, don't panic but research and understand the facts and go out there and be smart be hygienic be safe be protective and try and help um one way you can help is by staying indoors and and, and staying away another way you can help is by going out and doing exactly what i just said like like helping maybe not with the hospitals maybe that's too serious maybe that's a job for for the, the medical department even though they are outnumbered but 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 there there is stuff you can do you could you can help deliver things and and and, and take the right precautions uh, keep a safe distance away make sure you're completely covered so you don't can't get anything uh, or give anything because that's the thing too you know even if you are immune to to having any of the diseases 
you should always act like you have it, even when you don't have it, because you don't want to get it. Because if you get it, then you can definitely pass it on. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And then, so, <clears throat> so it's an interesting time. I, I, it will pass. It was you could feel the wave coming and hitting Ireland, um, but it soon will pass. Um, one of the trippiest things with this whole thing was that when it all started first happening, um, me and my girlfriend were with a friend at a house just hanging out and then we decided we'd go back to hers um, and I was getting ready for my week back at work and we were in the taxi and the taxi man was freaking out and it was the first time all the streets in Dublin were properly closed and there was no one on the streets, like maybe five people. It wasn't even that late in the night, maybe like midnight and at every second street corner there was a cop car uh, just patrolling the Gardaí were going up and down just watching the streets and he was terrified and you could feel it you could really feel it at that stage that was last Sunday so like nearly a week ago you could feel this wave this new uncertainty this strange eeriness like an like, a, like an actual wave had hit Ireland um, yeah very bizarre very bizarre to be in the the city centre, the capital of, of, of a country that you love so much, that's so popular for having the crack, you know, for, for always, um, that means having fun in Ireland, for just being mental, for always partying, and and yet, yeah, it was, it was, but there's, there's another thing about that night that uh, I'd like to talk about at some point, and I'll talk about it soon when this whole thing's over, but right now, it just, it's not, uh, it's not an important topic for, for what I, I am discussing. It's, it's a whole other podcast episode, trust me on that. Um, but, but yeah, I am excited to talk about it someday. Because, <laughs> uh, wow, what an experience. Um, I know I'm being very vague around that subject there, but, but trust me, you'll understand in a few episodes when I, and I come back to you and 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 decide to delve deep into uh, into a, a certain experience I had that was one of the most interesting things of my life. Um, it's funny how a few hours can feel like a few years. But um, yeah, look, I think I'm coming to the end of this. I've 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 I haven't been around many people. I've been trying to socialized by talking to my friends online and stuff oh my god 40 minute episode jesus okay i hope i hope my thoughts were a bit more concise i wanted to aim for 20 and it's 40 so maybe i'm going around in circles a little bit i don't think there's much more to talk about but um these are strange times but all we have to do is say what if this is normal what if we just always knew about this right instead of being scared um and panicking let's just be smart you know and and, and follow the rules and don't be on social media every 10 seconds stop freaking out over everything um be thankful to be alive right now be thankful for any of your friends or family that are still alive be thankful that you have a house that you're living in that you're quarantined in be thankful be thankful that you have food maybe in your house you know be thankful for the stuff that you do have and not the stuff that you don't have and uncertainty is the greatest fear but when when you fear, when you're constantly scared, your immune system drops because that's how the human body works. It thinks, basically, going back to the primitive brain, the, the, the chemistry of the body, it, it, you, it thinks you're being chased by a bear. <laughs> you know, uh, when, you're, when you're scared, when you're, when you're fearful, 
your body freaks out and tries to protect your internal organs with its blood and oxygen and so it, it, it forgets about everything else and your brightness becomes short and your immune system drops um, so just keep focusing on your breath be thankful for every fucking breath you have do it with me actually let's breathe in through our noses for 4 seconds very slowly into our gut Feeling our stomach diaphragm opening up. Our diaphragm? The diaphragm's a throat, is it? No, that's esophagus. Yeah, our diaphragm opening up. Uh, so not in your ribs. Like really low, deep breath in. And then let's hold it there with a big inflated stomach for four seconds. And then exhale slowly out of our mouth, releasing the air for four seconds. And then holding no air in our body for four seconds. And then let's repeat it. Let's do it three times, right? Do it with me. Why not? Okay, what are you doing? You're listening to some guy blabbing on for 40 minutes you have there's a weird thing as well you notice people always are like oh, i don't have time for this it's like if you're on a bus or if you're sitting at home and you've just listened to this for 40 minutes and you don't have like 20 seconds to do breath work that proves the fucking way we've trained ourselves to think we don't have time for exercise we don't have time to be good for ourselves we don't have time to stop thinking we don't have time to meditate it's like you have so much time and maybe more than anything this is what this has taught you to like slow down Reflect, read, relax, listen, go inside. I'm gonna tap so you know what the what every four seconds, right? Ready? That's, that's how you center yourself. I hope you're looking after yourself. Remember um, to, to be positive without ignoring the facts. Um, be, if you're young, if you're healthy, be the type of person that people can, can look for in this situation. Try and help. Try and give back. Try and figure out a way to become something in this, something you can be proud of. Maybe this is a chance for you to transform and, and stop using excuses and just help out, become the person you want to be that's inside of you. Um, you don't have the mundane work, life cycle, money, habits of coming home stressed out of your fucking mind and then just throwing something on Netflix. You don't have that. There's a new world now. There's a blank sheet. You could become corrupted and crazy and chaotic or you could become, you could transform yourself and start reading and start putting things up online, start trying to share information with people, try and make people smile and laugh. Placebo is a very important thing. I don't know if it's 70 or 80%, but they've proven that when you give people a sugar pill and tell them it's something, 7 out of 10 people will actually show positive effects, like their body's already healing from what is essentially a tic-tac uh, a, a, a sugar pill there's nothing in it what means which means the human brain is more powerful than we give it credit for it it controls how our body is so 
at a time like this when the media is is I don't want to say trying to cause panic but definitely definitely sharing a lot of information um, it's important to switch off every now and then and just decide how you want to feel you know so um I'm going to leave you with this this one thing. Well, well, first of all, I'm going to say try and visualize who you want to be. Start imagining and picturing you being healthy and strong and fit and start thinking of ways that you can help your community and ways that you can like really brighten up your heart. How how fucking good can you feel right now with everything going on? Like how pumped up can you feel right now? How much energy can you fucking feel in your body for being alive right now in this second? I'm not saying things aren't going to be bad. I'm not saying that you're going to live. I'm not going to say that you're not going to lose people. I'm saying just for a second, be here with me and be fucking alive. Be fully present. The sun on my body, the way I feel right now, I am excited. I am happy. I am confident. I am strong. And I'm not taking that for granted. I'm going to keep centered on that. Keep focused on that. And I'm going to build myself stronger. And I'm going to be something that I can be proud of. When I look back at this period in years to come, I want to I wanna know that I wasn't debilitated by the fear. I wasn't debilitated by my own mindset. Till I decided who I was going to be and I became someone that helped in any way. That's all we need. We just need, we need to lift each other. Okay? And the problem with the whole placebo thing is it works the other way as well. If you think you have something and you're panicking and you're getting paranoid and you're feeling every sensation in your body because, let's be honest, the symptoms are kind of vague. They're kind of similar to a lot of other things you could have. And and a lot of people are getting diagnosed and then finding out, oh no, it was just a cold. It's just a flu. Well, it's interesting timing. Why do you have that stuff? Maybe you're going to have it anyway. Or maybe all the fear infected your brain. You start panicking. Your immune system dropped. And you made yourself sick. It's a time to flip that around, okay? It's time to dance, jump, move your body, get loose. Like, like really just start to feel energy and confidence in your body. Start to behave like you would if you were young, if you were fit, if you were excited, if you were someone you were proud to be. Someone that you know can like make a difference and help. That can help everyone, right? It's time to start feeling like that in your physiology. Start moving your body, right? I'm shaking my arms around, I'm opening up my shoulders. But the thing I was going to leave you with is this. There's a psychological proof to say that when you stand up straight with your shoulders back and hold your arms above your head like you just won, like you're holding up a trophy. If you do that for even just a minute, there's a boost in testosterone, in confidence, in hormones, feel-good hormones, serotonin and dopamine through your system. Your immune system is boosted, striking up. It's like, it's on fire. Okay, so plant your feet, really feel your feet in the ground. Okay, nice straight back. Lift your head up, chin up, shoulders back, and lift your hands above your head and hold them straight up there, right? I want you to do it right now for the next minute. Okay. Right now I can see the clouds moving past. I've got the sun on my body. It's 20, 20, 20. And things are strange and uncertain. But I've got my body and I've got my thoughts. And there's so many thoughts going on through my head every day, every second. And I can't control them all, but I can observe some of them and decide to change them, decide not to feel that. So next time you're feeling weak, unless you have a fever, drop down and start doing push-ups. Start doing squats. Jump. 
dance if your knees are bad start moving smiling laughing do you know what i mean just feel great just feel good in yourself because the better you make yourself the better you are for everyone around you the more you start freaking out the more you start panicking the more you think oh shit what if i get sick what if I get everyone else sick it's like then then you're debilitated you are not helpful for society in on a plane i hope you're still holding your hands up come on keep that body straight nice and tall you're rock hard Hands up in the air like you're holding a trophy. Come on, let's keep this going. Another 30 seconds. On a plane, when they always tell you if the gas masks, not the gas masks, <laughs> Jesus Christ. If the oxygen masks fall from the plane, you always put it on the old person or the baby or the debilitated person beside you first. Excuse me, no. That is the complete opposite of what I was going to say. You put it on yourself first because you're no use to anyone unless you are in a good state of mind that's not meaning that you have to be perfect that doesn't mean that you have to have like zero health issues or zero mental health issues or like you have to be a fucking superman i'm not saying any of that stuff or wonder woman i'm just saying you you are more capable of, of helping than you are aware and you're more capable of lifting your community and the people around you than you are aware with even small acts of kindness small acts of of being strong and confident and not letting this shit get to you Okay, that's what we need. We need to be together and, 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 and stay strong together. And I see myself, I see myself within a week doing what I'm saying right now and helping people. I don't know if I'll be delivering things. I don't, I don't know how, but I can feel my heart being warmed right now with, with this future that I am creating, that I'm deciding is happening instead of the alternative. Um... This is going to show what you're made of. And so, decide. Decide and become it.